Hi everybody, this is Phil. I want to record this little tag at the beginning of this episode to explain what's going on with it because it ends kind of awkwardly. Alan and I are talking, then all of a sudden it just cuts off, so it's a little bit weird, but to explain that, on April 3rd, Alan Bailey and I talked for two hours. So as not to release such a monster of an episode, I asked Sam to cut off the episode at about 30 minutes in when we were changing the topic from politics to training. And Sam was gracious enough to do that. Thank you, Sam. I appreciate everything you do, buddy. And I hope you really enjoy this. Alan is one of the most intelligent people I know, very eloquent, and he has an incredible insight to current affairs, topics, And so I hope you enjoy this first part of my conversation with Alan Bailey. Welcome to The Wiretap, Episode 7. It's April 3rd, 2017. Alan and I are caffeinated, so watch out. You're in for a hell of a ride. I'd like to welcome our guests, Alan Bailey, an old friend, a confidant, a fellow teacher. Uh, say hello to the peoples. Hello, peoples. <laughs> so we've actually been gearing up and talking about well geez for the last two hours but now we actually hit the record oh we solved it i think we solved the world's problems i think i think we did it's too bad that it wasn't captured i know and you'll never know you'll never know the people and yeah it's 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 a crime uh just to give you a little bit of context here listener uh i've been working here since 2008 and alan was is a co-worker of mine and we at one point, lived in the same uh, apartment complex. Oh, shit, just, I forgot just, about that. Yeah. Just, <laughs> oh, I had just, curse on the show, right? Just, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, please do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and for some reason, it's like, oh, it just was a coincidence, right? Right. And then we started uh, going to the gym together, training, and I was still kind of an overweight schlub at that point. But uh, what, Alan, a great, what a great word. <laughs> an overweight schlub. Oh, of, schlub. Of, <laughs> schlub of a man. And... Uh, we started working out together, and uh, as we, we got to know each other, any cool tactic, lesson, podcast, book that I, I encountered, I usually steal off of you hmm. because due to your recommendation. Are you just running by, uh, walking by my room saying, heard the latest Sam Harris? It's awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And then I listen to it, and, it's, and it usually is awesome. So thanks for coming on the show, man. Oh, yeah, my pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, I try to be like... Um on that point, and just as an aside, I try to be like that. What are they? Uh, I think Malcolm Gladwell calls it a uh, uh, a hub. I think a hub. Yeah. Um, and, and the problem with that is that you connect a lot of people, and a lot of other people get a lot of good things going. And oftentimes, you're not. Your just job is to put people together. You know, your only job. Yeah, you kind of find like a way say, to monetize say, it. Hey, you know what? You'd be into this, and then you you kind of push people down that route, mm. that rabbit hole, and and it depends on how. The, mm. Like for instance. Mm. This is one thing that you did for me that was actually monumental. I don't think I ever told you this. When I was in my mountain bike accident, you came down with Laura to the hospital and you said, hey, man, 
And I was just like in and out of consciousness. It's like, you got to listen to the Tim Ferriss show with Pavel Tatsulin. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. And so, and so I listened to it and, and I couldn't get into it. I was like, okay, I knew who Pavel was. But then as I started like giving it another try, because usually if, if it doesn't catch the first time, I'll give it a second try if Alan recommends. And then that was the podcast that changed how I approached my recovery. I got a and kettlebell. And ultimately your fitness. And ultimately my fitness. Because uh, then the cat, then he said he had these great lines about, you know, if you think of the central nervous system as like your iPod mm-hmm. and your muscles, the stereo system, what you're doing is people with huge muscles who train in hypertrophy, they're just trying to get bigger speakers. But they're not enhancing right. the audio EQ, system. No EQ. The, yeah, the you're, EQ, not you're not getting EQ, a more powerful yeah. amp. Yeah, more Le- precise, more precise. You're not getting a more precise sound. You're not getting a more beautiful sound, for instance. Or yeah, you're just getting bigger speakers. Exactly. Correct. Output. And, yeah. And, and that completely changed my entire approach to training. Uh, so I, I actually want to bring up something. Well, okay, uh, wait. Before you do, I just want to point out. I thought you were gonna. Because literally the first thing I said when I walked in after your mountain bike accident was, uh, hey, man, why'd you do that? <laughs> you actually sent me a text that says, who said that you can hit trees? And I was like, oh, dude, I almost died. <laughs> the fuck you, man. <laughs> like, I was, I was like, I was like, oh, this is just fucking hell. <laughs> Groggily. Uh, like, does he have context? And I'm sure you had context. Of course. How of course it was. Obviously, I wouldn't. To be honest with you, I would not have. Yeah, I thought... Yeah, I I I knew you were, you were barely good enough a friend to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you're actually actually now that you're bringing like, it up, I do owe you. Yes, yeah. It's like you know when 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 the guy loses his left hand, I forget his name. Uh, Buster. He, yeah, he's Buster's all all right, and then. He's making fun of himself, but then when, yeah, when Michael, someone else comes when in, Michael's he's like, he's like, get out of my room. Get the hell out of my get room. Get him out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing the joke justice. <laughs> well, and that's it in a nutshell. Is that what you felt like? Because I thought uh, I was trying to keep it light because I wanted. No, I, I just knew. couldn't answer everybody that was sending me text messages. And the levity was actually appreciated. Let's see. Let's see. So my instinct was correct. Yeah. yeah. It, it no, of course that. I knew how serious it was. That's why. Yeah. And I would, to be honest with you, I don't know. I, in a weird way, I don't know that I would have made that joke if it was less serious. Does that make any sense? It's yeah, like, I know. I, I don't know. I, I know. wouldn't have bothered, I guess, is my point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he like broke his toe. <laughs> oh, good. I, just, like, I would have said you wouldn't have said fuck good. you. It would have said fuck you. Like, fuck that guy. <laughs> How do you break your toe on a mountain bike? If you're going to go in, go all in. I respect that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. You also, uh, in, in times of crisis, you have these poignant things to say and that's why I, I was desperate to get you on the podcast because we can go down these rabbit holes mm. but uh the day i think maybe day or two after trump was elected you walked Who? in uh, oh the that guy the the president of the united states currently mm. uh you walked into my room shook my hand and said well you made it you made it to the end of the republic congratulations <laughs> and you, you happened to sit down and that always stuck with me because i was upset but i was never you were like proud that you made it to the end of the republic no i wasn't <laughs> proud i was i was more like well that just put a huge damper i i, I have a feeling like the, the smarter you are the more depressed you are about situations yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> and then you sat down and you just broke it down about the damage and you also mentioned that you felt like you did not have a place in society mm. p- at that moment yeah, i still and, don't and i feel that way too 
It's like I thought I had certain things figured out. Right. I mean, I'm not a, a kid, yeah. and I'm not by any means like at the end of my life, but I'm somewhere in the middle where I ought to know where things are, mm-hmm. and it just was a completely discombobulating experience. And I wanted to ask you, mm. as far as just the political stuff, to get it out of the way, because mm. this is, I don't know what this is anymore, but, <laughs> but uh, do you still feel that way? Oh, I th- well, number one, I thought we were wiretapping people and we were going to listen in and comment on what they were saying. Oh, so I think I misunderstood. The, okay, uh, well, I brought, I brought you into a trap. You obviously haven't heard the show. Uh, um, he's like, okay, he's like, okay, check. Okay, you haven't check. listened to my podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it sounds, you know, it's a funny, t- first of all, it's a funny line. The end of the Republic line. I mean, funny, not haha. Well, kind of haha funny, but you know, it was like it the could be tragic. Seen, it could be seen as black humor, right? Mm-hmm. Gallows humor. And I mean, I guess that's one way that I meant it, but I have to say, um, <laughs> how should I put this? Because I don't want to. I don't want to seem like Chicken Little. You know, I mean, who look in today in this climate? I can't possibly seem like that. There's, you yeah, know, yeah, I know. There, are, there, there are a lot of people running around, um, you know, stating that, but. Um, that more than the sky is falling. But what I meant was, and I do, I stood, well, I know I stand beside the statement, but I have a little different take on it. But up until very recently, I, you know, as far as I'm concerned, left unchecked. And I'm just going to speak in like kind of catch all phrases. I'm trying to get a lot. I'll speak in phrases that for anyone listening, they'll understand um, as a, as a suite of behavior, just, I, the things that I intend, I'm referencing a suite of behavior with just a few uh, general, huge generalizing as, as statements. Of course. But I think that the person that we're talking about, <laughs> whose name I refuse to speak. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not a child. Uh, no, I'm teasing. I'm not. Yeah, well, you can, but I'm not a child. I don't need to. I, yeah. I, I'll say his name He's a, because we're going to, you know. Anyway, Trump... And this cabal that is that he's bringing in with him, the swamp that he promised to drain, that yeah. he's actually he's he's actually piping in swamp, turning you know you know he's sewage. piping it in from other turning places. into sewage. Yeah, I mean no, it was the swamp is what we would hope for at this exactly, point. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that would be a, that would be a welcome it would be a welcome <laughs> be a welcome change. This cabal that he's bringing in and hit and 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 Trump in particular as a person um, have no regard or or indeed hostile regard for our institutions, American institutions, yeah. a democratic, our particular form um, of democratic, you know, um, institutions that are there. I mean, they're there for, for, they give us everything, protection. Um, the things that are uniquely American as well. A lot of them. Yeah. But I mean here, okay. But you could argue that in the, in a greater cultural way, those things can be protected. The things that make us American are the unique value sets and things like that. Those are things that are not going to be immediately eroded. In fact, I mean, we just look at the numbers, you know, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to start going down too big of a rabbit hole because, um, you know, I, you know, I get upset about this like everybody else, but yeah. I, I'm not as well-spoken as maybe I come across to you. Um, because I'm constantly trying to check what I'm saying. So it doesn't come across as like a, a, a flood or a torrent of uh, information, but, um, the numbers state 
you know, he was not elected by anywhere no. close to a majority of Americans. No, and although as far he as, wants you to believe no, that. No, of course. I mean, but I mean, that's, I, I would assume anyone listening to, I, I mean, I don't know what your listenership is. So maybe some people are under that impression that he, that he, or, you know, he won with a majority. No. And here's one of the, of course, the um, kind of particulars that I actually, this is an institution that's not a, um, a legitimate or original institution that we could, you know, that I think we should do away with, you know, the electoral college um, BS, but um, that were there for, I understand why it was introduced at the protections that or the imbalances it was supposed to address. Yeah. We could argue that, but it's been taken advantage. It's been taken advantage of and we don't, we no longer need it. Um, uh, We're not an agrarian society anymore. Um, uh, It's just a fact and we don't need it. And in fact, it's, I think you can show that it's very destructive. Right. But okay. That aside. um, Okay. Yeah. He, he, he won quote unquote, but, um, Still, numbers don't lie, and you know, in, in other words, raw numbers don't lie. And he was, and even even the the ways in which he won, even among the population that did vote for him, um, or rather, let me rephrase it: the people who didn't vote for him, but who voted for someone else. Yeah, that's one number, but that's nowhere near the number who just abstained from voting, who just yeah didn't vote. So if you put those. The, the, the opposition numbers together and the um, abstinence vote together, you get the vast majority of the country did not vote for you, don't like you. Yeah. Don't actively don't like you. And so my, my point there is that if that's true, I can extrapolate that um, at least some of those people, um, right, have similar or at least not hostile um, to uh, intentions like your value sets of yours, you know, that, that they, we have things in common that are quote unquote, uniquely American or just uniquely human, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. so that's not what I'm talking about when I'm talking about institutions, I'm talking about, um, cause that's not, again, those are things that can be protected. That can be, um, uh, even if they're eroded, they can be brought back. The institutions I'm talking about, once they're eroded, we don't necessarily get them back. No, you know, see Dan Carlin here. I, I you know, I, I can't speak this better than um than, than, Dan, Carlin. than Dan Carlin. Um, yeah. I know and, this and, is and just so, my version of trying to do. Yeah, that. I'm just shorthanding this thing because <laughs> yeah. you asked me, but you know, I wasn't really thinking about this when I walked in the door. But um, so this is pardon me if this is rambling, but um, you know, here I'm talking about. I was worried. I think as a lot of people were about, yeah. like you know, say for instance, um, First Amendment protection. You know, freedom of the press. Yeah, um, which is uh, um. At least implicitly, you know, suggested looking it like it's gonna. He's trying to at least erode it. Well, yeah, I mean, he's definitely ho- no, he's definitely hostile to he's it. He's trying to. Out, he's yeah. he's trying to, as he's been doing for his entire career, but now he's president, so it's different. It takes on a different pallor. Um, but he's been he's been begging for um, libel laws to be changed so that he can actually sue and put out of business people who say things that he doesn't like. And we went through that with John Adams. Yeah, I mean, this has been tried before, and and it was and it was, um, yeah, but yeah, but see, okay, so so you have to have some perspective on the entire history of of this American experiment to see if this is going to work or not. Well, that's but if you don't have any context in that in that regard, you can't really say, well, I'm I'm going to break new ground here. Like no, well, he wasn't trying to. Well, he wasn't thinking. Hang on a second, he wasn't okay. But hang on, you're assuming. He, and here I'm speaking just about Trump, isn't trying to break. He doesn't think, he's not doing, he's doing it for purely selfish reasons. He doesn't like people saying things about him. You know, like, I mean, you could say, well, who does? But he wants to actually stop you from saying what you want because he doesn't want his business 
to, his to be brand, curtailed. His brand is more important than anything of course. else. Well, that's all he has to in, offer. That's all he has to offer. That's the only way he makes any money anymore. And, and yeah. of course, yeah. But anyway, his that, name that, on a that aside, but I think, no, but I'm not even talking, yes, but I'm not even talking about, again, getting back to institutions eroding an end of republic. Yeah, there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot about society and culture that we can talk about and point to and say that needs to be, you know, perhaps that's, not what it once was, or, you know, this is never, it was never, you know, and, or this should be and is not. Um, but, um, that's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about institutions like, um, you know, again, amendments. First Amendment. I'm talking about amendments, First Amendment, First Amendment, um, Fourth, Amendment. Fourth Amendment for sure. And, yeah. and the court system, for instance, the court yeah, system, checks and balances that exist, checks and balances. And these are people who are a great many of them have are on record as saying that they think many of them should be abolished. And then just under the institutions, just, just below that, um, I, well, or I, I can say now just, you know, the physical offices, you know, like now here I'm talking about, um, you know, so not capital I institutions, but, um, you know, like, um, uh, well, or in this case, <laughs> capital I, National Institute of Health, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Our environmental or environmental EPA. EPA. Um, you know, these are things that were there that are direct extensions Again, just to you know, colloquially speak, um, lowercase i stemming, flowing from uppercase i, you know, um, institutions. These are our structures. This is our skeletal system, you know. And these are the reason why they've been considered sacrosanct, is because the the Enlightenment era gentlemen who set this game up, founding fathers, were their whole. The context, talking about context, the, where they were coming from is understanding just being real about human nature, just being real about it. Yeah. And saying for this to work, and we think it can, people are going to be, uh, are going to seek to take advantage. Because let me tell you something, there are people right now, well, I mean, one, president's one of them, but there are many, many greater um, predators in the sea than that guy. Um yeah. There are people who want right now would love to be your master. Yeah. There are people who are actively seeking to be your master. You know, the, you know, just like as a thought of others. Yeah. I mean, you said it, not me. Um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, that's who I'm talking about, but yeah, they're the not, the, but they're not the only ones. I mean, here's the, here's, the, you know, well, Vladimir Putin. Yeah. He, he doesn't just want to be the master of his area. If you, if you gave him, okay, here's the deal. This is going to sound ridiculous, but I mean, in a fundamental way, I think it tells a lot. If you gave me a magic wand and I get to make the world as I want it, you get what you want. If I have the magic wand, you get what you want. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I want you to prosper. Don't get it twisted. I, of course, I'm going to prosper too. Yeah. But I'm making sure everyone does. You know, I, again, I know but this sounds hippy. This is, this is hippy dippy, but I'm trying to use it. I, as, I, I, I'm, I'm trying I'm, to use it as a shorthand here. Vladimir Putin gets the magic wand. You're fucked. You don't get anything. You don't get anything. Oh, no, you, you get fucked. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I it, think it, that's a fundamental difference right here about, yeah. about people from the warlord era. Yeah. I think we talked about strong this man. Too, yeah. too. You know, like, I am going to make sure I am fed. My family perhaps is fed. Perhaps. And you can be the, the meal. I don't even give a fuck about you. Mm. And there are people like that that exist. That's a part of human nature. Yeah. That's that's deep in our neocortex. For sure. 
you know, underneath the neocortex, For sure. I see. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a reptilian part yeah. of our brain. Correct. And people are operating on that level yet with all the modern society, with the modern society that we have set up and all this experiment at this trying to, trying to get to this place called utopia that we've had this thrust for the last few thousand years of civilized, what we call civilized society, but we missed the mark at some point because this is happening right now. We're, we're, we're off on a fundamental way. I feel, and I, I don't know if, if you, you would agree with that. I think the only hope is impeachment. That this stuff just ends. Oh, well, let me jump to... Okay, so I was just trying to fill you in on what I meant when I set, made that statement. I, okay, know, yeah. I know it's super long-winded, so I'll just jump to what I think now. And, spe- you know, again, we're yeah. speaking on... you know, what I wanted to, to jump to that. Yeah, I'm going to do... Because we can be on this road. From where we sit now, um, I don't have quite the... Um, uh, it's I'm not I'm not quite as a, as a fatalistic, you know, about this because um, um, the court systems, for instance have really surprised me. Yeah. Because yeah, you're right. most of his uh most of his slapdowns, in fact, I, you know, and I don't want to speak All out of turn of here. Them? I think the vast majority anyway yeah. have come from quote unquote conservative judges. Yeah. Um and um yeah. because it's not a conservative liberal thing and it's a, it's a sane insane thing right now. Like where, right. Well, where it's a rule of, well it's a rule of law. Yeah. I mean you know, I mean, I don't want to well, sound like Captain America here, but rule of law in respect for, in other words, rule of law, um, is the, is the, um, how should I put it? It's the presaging attitude for all of the, uh, so those institutions don't work if you don't have reverence for those institutions or at right. least, or at least yielding respect. Let's put it that way. Yielding respect for those institutions. If you don't have them. Uh, you, You're there's no by ho- a different game. well, there's no hope for there's no hope for operating. I mean, you can't. Do you know? Do you see what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. in other words. You're not playing. Everything is a game. I mean, all of this is a you know, it's a made up. It's a made up. Yeah, it, it, it's a concept. Just yeah. like just like money is. Yeah. I mean, all these things are they're just concepts, but they stem from our value sets. We have evolved and have very sophisticated um, ideas about how. People should live, and uh, um, the and the way they should be um, organized and managed, ruled, you could say, but managed. And so, some people will choose to be ruled, and that's a legitimate. I mean, that's why that that you know, the, uh, monarchy was a, a form. It wasn't just strong men and families grabbing power, and you know, I'm, here, I'm thinking here specifically of what evolved into feudal societies, mm-hmm. or then beyond that, aristocratic societies. Yeah. Some people liked that structure, not just the obvious. The obvious beneficiaries are the, of course, the elite and the oligarchs. Mm-hmm. But um, then there are some people who are like, I like don't, that. Don't system. you think that feudalism is a natural part of when you leave societies alone and isolated? They just tend to have monarchs. You look at Japan, for instance, and the system that, that was completely separate from well, you, Western influence you, you, Christianity. That's one of. That's going to be one of them because some, something's going to happen with. Yeah, I mean, we can get into this. Is a really far-ranging um, idea, but like, of course, there's going to be a centralized power because otherwise, it's just a vacuum. Yeah. So even if it's just us with a little bit of a little yeah. band of followers as a chief, I mean, there's, or there can be a quorum. I mean, there can be, there are other, there are, well, for instance, I just point out that, um, uh, what was it, uh, Athens? You know, they had kings for a long time, yeah. and then they abolished that shit. They got rid of that shit in a uh-huh. hurry, and then we're like, uh, uh-uh, no more kings. That was a long time ago, Phil. Yeah. I mean, that was a long time ago. 
But well, not you know, not well. There's not there's, in a cosmic long time there, ago, but it was a there, long time ago there, for you the, and I. Yeah, and, and then we can say, well, no more kings, but they eventually come back, don't they? Because we'll have a Julius Caesar who's going to just end the republic. Okay, so then, you jumped. Well, so okay, so you jumped a period of time and a uh, yeah. and a society. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but 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 okay, I, I I hear what you're saying, and I am agreeing that. There is a natural tendency towards, yes, of course, there's going to be a centralization of power. But that's one of the things, going back to the quote-unquote founding fathers, that's one of the things that they knew was a likely, because people are people, that there's going to be, um, first of all, just the masses are going to look to a leader. Um, In this type of environment where people were elected, charismatic, strong people are going to naturally... Um, not only thrive, but are going to seek office. Like, ooh, that's a good idea. I, that's I can get you that, to... That's I don't I th- have to take power. I can get you to elect me. Perfect. That's what I, I think is, uh, my point is, is that people are are looking for a daddy right now. They're <laughs> yeah. looking... And like Dan Carlin said, this is America. We don't have daddies. We don't have daddies. I'm a grown-up. I don't, I don't need a fucking daddy. Will you knock it off? This yeah. is what I'm saying. This is, this is what I'm saying I was afraid of. But at... At a lot of turns, especially, I have to say, um, an, an, an organization slash institution that I had lost a lot, well, most respect for, was the press. And I have to say, I'm they feeling came pretty, through, man. I'm feeling pretty good about New the press York right Times, now. New York Times, I mean, uh, Washington, I, I, man, I, I, the Washington I, 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 Post. I opened up my Washington Post app, and mm. I don't regret the 10 bucks I'm giving them a Mm-mm. month. Because they're, like, when it comes down to the wire, mm. you know, their press freedoms are my freedoms. That's right. And well, that's what all freedom should be seen as. This is what I always, um, you know, because you could be next. Here's the thing, we you know that, that you know that old. I mean, I you know, and again, I don't, I, I mean, I don't really care how I come across um, on this point, but Good. Um, but uh, <laughs> but well, no, I mean, just I know what this is going to sound like, and people, again, tend to think of these things as like if you say a catchphrase or a motto, it's often a shorthand for a whole bunch of as again, again, a suite of other um, uh, kind of behaviors and thought patterns. And I mean this to be nothing more than than literally what it's saying is um, justice for some is justice for none, and right. I believe that. And and by the way, if you are a um, um, if you're an honorable uh, patriot, if you're a legit patriot, that should be the um, your operating um, mindset at any given point. Standard in the day. operating procedure. You can't let injustice go again not because you're a bleeding heart or because even if you just want to boil this down to you're a um you know rugged individualist and you're looking out for yourself it is completely self-interested to say i can't let the power structure the man the state perpetrate an injustice on another because that means they could perpetrate it on me exactly even again, even if you want to just be the most selfish person, it is the most selfish thing you can do, and simultaneously, uh, the best thing you can do um, as an American. I go back to that quote that I, I ran into from Tim Ferriss: that tolerance for intolerance is called cowardice. Exactly, because that means you're if if you tolerate it, that means you just completely ignore the fundamental thing that you just stated: mm. that it's in your best interest not to allow injustice toward anybody yeah because it could be you and and this notion is it will be you eventually And this notion of like uh you know time compresses you know as we i was just making that statement about you know the uh, the uh, athens experiment being so long ago mm-hmm. let's face it you know i was kidding it wasn't that long ago yeah on, on the on grand scale yeah and so time compresses as it as it flows sorry I, I took you on that japan no 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 i'm just it's okay i was just uh 
I wasn't. I was only circling back to that to point out that time compresses, and so it feels so long ago to people just talk about like oh World War Two, and it's like um, oh yeah, I know that um, those nah. you know fascistic you know that uh, that the, the strong man you know that's never going to happen here. We're never well, we got one now, and it's like yeah, but he's not like Hitler. He sounds an awful lot like Hitler. I, I he doesn't sound like. I'm not saying that Donald Trump is a fascist because. People need to understand what that word actually means and what it uh, what it yeah. suggests. Even yeah. he's an authoritarian, though, and that's all you need to know. And in that regard, I don't need to know the particulars. To be honest with you, yeah. it, what's the difference ideologically between um, Stalin and Hitler? Um, there's actually a big philosophical and ideological difference. Yeah. Fuck that. They're very, very similar. Yeah, exactly. And you go to an extreme, and then you yeah. got you got. Like, oh, you know, you, you can you can say that it's on a continuum that mm. you go far, 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 far left, and then all of a sudden you get you get you get yeah, exactly <laughs> and then you go far, 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 far right, you have Nazis. No, it's actually a circle. It's and a the circle. moderate and the moderates are at twelve o'clock and at six o'clock are the tyrants. And this is what I keep trying to say when I when I mentioned as a aside, when I've said to you before, like I just don't feel like I have a place um in the society because of the um the we have a very, very we have a lot of range as a society. And that's actually one of our strengths, but it also makes it very, very volatile, you know. Mm-hmm. And we could go off the rails very easily if those institutions aren't honored. In other words, you can do whatever you want within that range, but you do not erode those institutions because they're there to keep this shit together. Exactly. So, but anyway, we have a lot of range, you know, and um, yeah, unfortunately, you- and a lot of it, will because we have, the reason why we have that range is because we have a lot of freedoms, as you and I have spoken about before. We have a lot of freedoms. We're very, yeah. very free. We're it's, very, it's like very we're free. on this ship, and you're free to run around the whole. You're free to climb the ropes, mm-hmm. but you don't start pulling the planks off of the bottom of the boat. And another, and and furthermore, to go with what I was talking about with the pendulum swing, I'll shift my metaphor a little bit. You also not a good idea. You're free to do this, but it's not a good idea for us all to run to one side all of us to run to one side or the other and to and fro or back mm-hmm. and forth, for instance, yeah. all of us, you know, it's not good business because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's not, you know, I mean, this metaphor can only be taken so far, but, um, this, yeah, I, I guess, let, let, I guess let, let, no, hang on. Let me just finish this point yeah. is that, is that, um, I don't feel that I have a place to stand often because, um, there is a very real, the forces for just lack of a better way to put it left and right that are operating within our society. Zealots of, let me just preface this by saying zealots of all stripe and type are my enemy. Yes. Um, they, they can all kiss my ass um, of all type and variety. But speaking politically, um, the right right now is out of their goddamn, are, are out of their goddamn minds. And this notion that like, well, both sides and don't get me wrong, of course. There's the social left. justice warriors. Yeah, hang on, hang on. I'm getting, I'm getting to that. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say is that right now, it's not even close. The 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 um the uh, hostility to the exact the, well, the American, the patriotic, the true patriotic, um, by the way, progressive, because that's how you got everything of, of value in this country was progressive politics. Yeah. Um so I feel the same way. And that's just the truth. So anyway. Having said that, including prosperity and everything else, um, having said that, um, so, I mean, I, I guess my point is I'm a, you know, I have my bona fides there, uh, you know, fighting 
um, the right, so to speak, and spitting at and and um, thumbing my nose at and anything else I can do to, to the right that's negative. That's you know that there at least as it as in the current incarnation, you know I've got um, you know I'm a card carrying you know anti right. However, but you're more complex than that. Yeah, I mean most people are, and so when I but I mean I know I, I like you were saying before I'm a I'm a grown ass man I know what I think. And not just what I feel, but I also know to temper what I feel with my thoughts. And, you know, there are some what are known as traditionally conservative values that I hold. For sure. So having said what I just said about the right, people who are listening to this who are, uh, say, for lack of a better way to put it, Republicans or whatever, this isn't against you. This is about what is going on at the fringes of your um, system, yeah. I, I don't, your structure. I don't know what the hell you guys got to get your house in order yeah. because there are some very, very real and good um, uh, policies, policies, but also traditions that we need Republican traditions that we need Yeah. Um, to, we need that voice. We need the, um, you know, we need David Frum's seat at the table. Do you know what I mean? We need we yeah. need sensible adults of all stripe sitting at the table, um, but who are Americans who have regard for the institutions I was just talking about. So, having said that, I of course can't open my mouth about you know any of those sensible quote unquote uh, conservative ideas that I just uh, spoke of without being absolutely ostracized by. The um the quote unquote members of my um I don't want to say party because I don't really have a party affi- affiliation but the left yeah. the regressive left it's a real thing yes it's a it's a real thing and you have to recognize it and the and the fact that people won't or the you know and the and this notion that um identity politics is a destructive at the end of the t- at the end of that line is a dead end identity politics is going to wreck. It's the already left. damaged. It's going to wreck the left if they don't get that in check. Yeah. Um, so, in other words, the fringes, if you will, of, of of the left are going to end up eating that party as well if they don't do something yeah, about it. Yeah, and the legitimate criticisms, the social justice warriors, mm-hmm. the people that are, are on, like that that video I showed you, or, or, I, or you, I showed you about that, that lady who's claimed that she's being sexually harassed because some guy kisses his girlfriend in front of her, and she call, this lady calls her a slut. And well, hang on a second. Can I ask you, right. Hang on. What was she wearing? <laughs> the, uh, and, and so I know you don't have context. You haven't seen the video, but it, it, it's, all, it's all out there. And, you know, and the, the Breitbart, the, the right, they're going to jump on that and say, hey, that's exactly what's wrong. Yes, we all have some soul searching to do. The Wiretap is produced by Phil Romo. Logo and artwork by Jasmine Michelle Designs, recorded in Burbank, California. 